Take your business further with the smart and flexible American Express Business Gold Card. It offers flexible spending capacity that adapts to your business. You can also earn up to $395 in annual statement credits on eligible purchases at select business merchants. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash businessgoldcard. The all-new Hyundai 2024 Santa Fe is equipped with everything you need to break free from the dull work week and embark on an adventurous weekend with your family. With available H-Track all-wheel drive so you can take on the dirt trails and kick up some mud. Standard third-row seating so your whole family can experience the thrill together. Available dual wireless charging pads so no one gets stuck in the great outdoors with a dead phone. Learn more about the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe at HyundaiUSA.com. Call 562-314-4603 for complete details. It is that time of the year, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome into the early edge in our college football bowl spectacular. That's right. This year, there are 40 games, including the two college football playoff games. Plus, we have the national championship. So over the course of the next 30 to 45 minutes, me and our five-tool player, A.B., will give you our best bets. Also, the entire year, you had our college football experts every single Wednesday at 3 p.m. Eastern time. They have submitted their picks. We will chop those up, tell you what we like, tell you what we don't like but remember use the information for your picks and then at the very end we'll have picks on the college football semifinals and also a future pick on who we believe will win the national champion so with all that being said let's bring in my partner for the show today and he's here every single day he could not be any more important to the brand than what he is ladies and gentlemen the clean shaven alan bell ab hello Almost muted myself there. Oh, that would have been a bad start. Yeah. First off, hey, Coach, good to see you. Yeah, clean shaven indeed. And look at you in the host seat. I love it, man. It's fantastic. I don't know how I feel about it, to be honest. I mean, you're our college football host. You're our college football guy. But for this show, are you good with it? Yeah. It's special. It's bowl season, man. I love it. Absolutely. We also want to say thank you for those of you who've been asking about this bowl special. Last week, the entire crew was sick down laid down we said this week it's just going to be the two of us just send it in stay on your stay on your sick bed so that's exactly what we did so what i thought we would do ab we'll go kind of teeter-totter where you give out one of yours i'll give it we have six total best bets 40 bowl games we'll discuss what we like what we don't like and then they can use the information are you cool with that love it all right let's go what is your first best bet by the way the first bowl game will be uh, December 16th, with this two days from right now, Miami and UAB will kick things off. But what is your first best bet? Yeah, first one I'm going to go here, Ole Miss minus three and a half against Texas Tech, all right? And, and I'll tell you why. Uh, Lane Kiffin embarrassed himself in the Egg Bowl, 100%. Am I going to Auburn? Am I not going to Auburn? What am I going to do? That entire week leading up to that game, all right, he told his players, hey, guys, look, I'm going to stay. But he said at the locker room. And you know what they did? Because it wasn't official. They went out and laid an egg in the egg bowl because (laughs) they had no idea. The entire locker was like, all right, do I need to get transfer plans ready? Do I need to go somewhere else? They, they, They messed that entire thing up. They should have confirmed it before that game that he was staying, and they would have had a, well, much more than listful, listless, I guess, so to say, experience in that game. So, all that being said, Lane Kiffin got a ton of money. He's getting $9 million from Ole Miss now. So I guarantee that they're on his, well, tail to get out there and win a bowl game and prove that he could do it, which he will. And number two, we all know Lane Kiffin, ESPN, big-time national broadcast, recruiting. That's what Lane Kiffin lives for. He's got it here. Take Ole Miss three and a half. Yeah, I really like this pick, too, because whenever you have the SEC against anybody in bowl season, you really start to see who has the better depth. Right. And I just don't think Texas Tech and the Big 12 is that deep. And they certainly can't stop anybody. And when Ole Miss starts to get going, they can really get going. So I like this play by you a lot. All right. My first bet bet looks a little something like this. Kind of the feel good story, A.B., of college football. I'm going to go with UConn getting 10 over Marshall. This is the Myrtle Beach Bowl. So it's a bowl that a lot of players like to go to. Now, Marshall, they've lost three straight bowl games. UConn. They're going back to a bowl game for the first time since 2015. They haven't won a bowl game since 2009. They're motivated, and that's going to be a word that we use a lot here on this show. 
I think. Because a lot of these teams either aren't motivated or aren't going to have players playing or a lot of NFL draft picks are bowing out, which I hate. But motivation for UConn is not an issue. I'll take them, A.B., at plus 10. Your thoughts? I love it. Yeah. I mean, UConn has been one of the teams this year that, I mean, Randy Etzel has done a hell of a job with, let's be honest, right? And coach, you have lived in Connecticut. You understand. Let me stop. Let me stop you right there. Etzel's no longer there. Oh, sorry. That's right. That's right. Sorry. I I was thinking of something else. Like That's okay. It is impossible to recruit to Connecticut to play college football. When you have offers from other places, because you have what? 30 days that are nice. 45 days, like maybe, it, maybe. Yeah, it, it, it's a, it's an insanely difficult place to recruit to. So, yeah, yeah I'm with you. And I, I don't know why I brought up as long as I had Maryland on the mind. No, because he's been back. there twice and yeah. you didn't even know he went back the second time. That's yeah. why you brought up Randy Etzel and living 20 minutes from campus for 10 years. I can tell yeah. you this is not a football school, but right now they're pumped and they're pumped for this yeah. bowl game. So, I like it a lot. Yeah. All right. What's your best bet number two, sir? All right, number two, we're going Florida State minus seven and a half. If you look at the teams across the country that got significantly better as the season went, Florida State was one of them. Remember, they started the season with that uh, miracle win over uh, LSU. And I say miracle because Florida State controlled the game the entire time. LSU made a miraculous comeback, then missed the extra point, right, to lose that one. And Florida State, not that they dipped, but they just kind of, you know, waters, you know, kind of going across the sea here. But then they cranked it up. Mike Norvell, their head coach, has done a tremendous job coming from the you know Memphis a few years ago, and he promised that he would do everything that he could to make it mirror what he did at Memphis, and he has winning big games, beating rivals, recruiting well. He's done all of it. Yeah, I like Florida State here, and it gets an Oklahoma team. My God, like they have been awful all season long. Well, let me say, Oklahoma is actually at Southern California because Lincoln Riley took everyone over there. And that's why number one. And then number two, you see Brent Venables, their head coach used to be the DC at Clemson. He's been trying to hang on. And quite frankly, their defense has been awful. So I'm going to take Florida state here. I hate the hook, but I'll buy it. Florida state, much better team. I, I would, I, even if it's up to minus 130, AB, I would buy that down to seven. This is this is in bowl games, especially. I don't mind buying the half a point for a little bit more juice, 20 minus 130. And I think in this instance, I don't think it's going to matter because you're right. Oklahoma cannot stop anybody. And Florida State is on fire. And I think they're going to be a team that going into 2023, you're going to have to keep your eye on for a team that could be playoff bound potentially. They got great yeah. quarterback play, but by the – I'm going to buy the hook down to seven because I think to protect yourself a little bit, 31-24, not out of the realm of possibility, but I love the play because most people don't realize how good Florida State is. Yeah, 100%. 100%. And you got to feel good too. Florida State's quarterback, Jordan Travis, has already said he's on a, quote, damn mission to prove (laughs) it in the bowl game and next season. He's going to be a Heisman candidate for sure. Okay, very, very good. All right, my best bet number two. I'm going to go Eastern Michigan out of the MAC. I got to watch them a lot on Tuesdays and Wednesdays in November. They're taking on San Jose State on December 20th. That's right, San Jose State. Now, this is the famous Idaho Potato Bowl. They have that special field turf. So as I look at my notes, Eagles are 4-0-1 against the spread in the last five games. Love that number. 4-0-1 against the spread on field turf and 5-1 against the spread in the last six games in December. San Jose State has no history. They have no legacy, A.B., and Eastern Michigan right now coming out of the MAC, playing in cold weather. They're used to this. I love them getting three and a half here. Yeah, I'm with you. Uh, I, there's, You know, we bet these, these MAC games like every Tuesday, right? Like we'd hit them on the N5 show, and some teams were tough. Some teams you couldn't find consistency. You had consistency there. I like it. All right, so that's two best bets so far. So, A.B., so I didn't know you were done talking. All right, yeah. give me your third best bet for the bowl season. We're doing six Yeah, total. Yeah, so, okay, we're going to go um, a little humanitarian here. Um, <laughs> that's we're going Mississippi State. Yeah, we're going Mississippi State plus two uh, against Illinois. And, look, I, I, I hate fading Illinois because they're a good football team. Um, and, and Brett Bielema has done a hell of a job, man. I- Illinois is good, but I-, I think that, you know, with the passing of Mike Leach and everything that goes into this Mississippi State roster and this team, um, they got a they got a jolt from the egg ball, 
and I think that this is going to be a pretty big jolt and a remembrance game for them too. So I, I certainly understand it. Anybody that's betting Illinois, like I'm not telling you not to. Um, I'm just saying that, you know, when we get to bowl games and remember, you know, um, motivation has a lot to do. Uh, players that are playing, staying, leaving, transfer portal, all that. There's a lot of things that go into bowl games. Um, I think that Mississippi State, if it's a tight game, they might just have that extra, you know, uh, juice to want to get that thing done. So I'll take my chances here, Mississippi State plus two. I think this could go one of two ways, A.B. It could be where they come out and play with all the emotion in the world, which I believe they will start with. But sometimes when that happens, by the time you get to that first or second drive, all that emotion is sucked out of you. Now, the good thing for them is that Illinois is not very good on offense. So it's not like they, they would fall behind by a lot, but that's the one thing that I do worry about with this team. And also not really knowing how they connect with their coach. We, I mean, we haven't really talked about that a lot the entire season, so I don't know. Do you think that they are really connected to Mike Leach? Yeah, you know, from seeing all the outpour of uh, of tweets and everything from that locker room, especially the quarterback position, um, yeah, Mike Leach meant a lot. Um, so, yeah, like, that that's the difficult part. It, you never want to bet with emotion. You never want to do it. So it's not like I'm telling everybody, like, fade Illinois, because trust me, Illinois is a phenomenal football team, and they're getting better uh, by the year with Bielema. But, yeah, you know what? It, it's just a shot that I'm going to take here. And uh, if I lose it, I lose it. But I'm going to take the shot here on that. Sometimes you do, because in bowl games, the one thing you can't do is just blindly take chalk. You can't blindly take underdogs. Yeah, I, I tried some of a few years ago because there was one year where like 80% of the overs came in a bowl game. So I said the next year I'm just going to bet every bowl game over. And then it went to like 30%. So I was like, I can't <laughs> yeah, do that yeah. again. But there are yeah. certain things that happen during bowl season that you got to pay attention to. All right. My best bet number three looks a little something like this. And I know. I know that people know that I hate unders, but when it's nearly 70 AB, I've got to take a shot here. Kansas, Arkansas, I'm going under 69. The reason this is so big is because of KU. They've had some humongous totals this year, but they're playing an Arkansas team that has a pretty good defense. Um, their last game, their last five games, the totals were 56, 69, which is right on the number, 23, 40, and 68. So last five games, they have not gone over this number at all. And I think an SEC defense against this Kansas offense will be overwhelming for them. Remember what happened against LSU. It's very like 13 to 10. I think this is going to be more like 23, 20. It will not come close to the total of 69. So let's take the under 69 AB, Kansas and Arkansas, my third best bet. I love it. I love it. And you want, you want a little nugget here uh, Please. that will uh, solidify your play? Yes. Um, as of this minute, <laughs> Arkansas's offensive coordinator, or uh, yeah, Arkansas's tight ends coach is leaving uh, to become the South Carolina offensive coordinator. So you're going to see that pop up anytime soon. A gentleman named Dowell Loggins, who used to be the offensive coordinator of the Tennessee Titans, and he was one of the key recruiters for Arkansas in that staff. And they've lost about three other assistant coaches too. So, yeah, great call on that. Great call. All right. See? It's like I'm a soothsayer. I have a you sixth are. sense when these coaches are leaving to go to other places. All right. So you've done three of yours. I've done three of mine. And by the way, if you're just joining us here on demand, that's AB. I am the coach. This is our college football bowl spectacular. We're doing our best bets. And then we're going to do our four college experts best bets as well and discuss those. Then I'll, at the very end, we'll do the college football playoffs as well. So you want to stick around for all of that. All right, let's get to best bet AB number four. What do you like? Yep. And this game is going to be played here in Nashville, the Music City Bowl. We have Iowa and Kentucky. And look, I had to kind of, you know, swallow my drink on this one to take it. Uh, we're taking the over 31 and a half. I mean, look, uh, Iowa, we've seen their offense. But honestly, though, Iowa's offense is actually picked up a little bit. And when we say picked up, we're, we're speaking about like six points, right? Like, but they have picked up a little bit towards the end of the season. You look at Kentucky. I, look, I have no idea if either of these teams want to be in this game. They played a bowl game against each other last year. All right. So really, who cares? Right. But. That being said, 31 and a half is a ridiculous number. It's a, it's lower than the Army-Navy game. So let me just give it to you that way. It's lower than the total was for the Army-Navy game. I believe that both of these teams can at least get to 
I don't know, 16 points. <laughs> like, yeah, I feel good. We're going to take the over there. We should have called Chris Hassel for this one because nobody yeah. lived a harder existence this year than he did when Iowa was struggling to score eight points in the first three or four weeks. But they started to yeah. pick it up just a little bit towards the end of the season. And Kentucky can do work, too. So you almost feel like you're obligated, just like with the under 69 that I just made on Kansas, Arkansas. You're almost obligated. If you have an over under of 31 and a half, that's offensive to all of sports betting. It is. So we got to bet the over, right? Yeah, absolutely, 100%. All right, so I love that play. But get it, because it's it's only going to go up. If it goes down, that would be crazy to think about. <laughs> Insanity. All right. It's like a high school exactly. total. All right, so um, my best bet next is Washington over Texas, December 29th in the Valero Alamo Bowl. Now, this goes against all the metrics. The Big 12 has dominated this game in the last seven meetings. I know that. Texas will have all of the fans there. I know that. But I also know this. Washington has won their last three straight, 51-33, 54-9, and they beat number six at the time, Oregon, 37-34. They've won six straight overall. I'll take Washington getting the four and a half. This one started around six, and now it's down to plus four and a half. Get it in because it's going to go that way. Washington has been a team that nobody has paid attention to all season long, A.B. They're playing on the West Coast. They have a lot of late night games. This is to be expected, but this is also a very, very good football team. Oh, very. Look, let, let me say this. This might be like when we get done with all the bowl games, this actually might end up being the best game, right? Mm -hmm. Because you have two really good football teams. And the one thing that you have to like about Washington compared to Texas in this one is that you're going to see movement from guys in Texas hitting the transfer portal. You don't see too terribly much from Washington's side. Washington's defense could stop the run with Bijan there. Oh, man. Like, th this is going to be a phenomenal football game. Like, I, I think four and a half is a great play by you. Every time that I, though, I talk about the Alamo Bowl, I have PTSD. I go back to 23 years ago. Most of the people watching right now, not even born yet. And there was a quarterback named Michael Bishop, Kansas State Wildcats, number one in the country. And they lose in the Big 12 championship game after being up 17 to three at halftime. I had to go to Manhattan, Kansas. I had to cover the team the next day to a man. They all told me, we don't want to go to the Alamo Bowl. We don't want to play on December 29th. We were getting ready to play just January 2nd for the national championship. So they were 14-point favorites against Drew Brees and the Purdue Boilermakers. So what do you think happened, A.B.? What do you think happened? Drew Brees I, handled business. You're damn right he handled business, and I still bet on Kansas State like a moron. <laughs> like a moron. They won by 30. Hey, it's Coach Snyder, 14. you know? <laughs> yeah, good you job, bet on Coach Snyder. <laughs> Incredible. Incredible stuff. All right, four best bets down. Two best bets to go, and then a plenty more coming from our college football experts. So, A.B., where are you going next, sir? Yeah, we're going to go to Cincinnati and Louisville, okay? We're going to take the over 41 in this game. Now, understand that there have been uh, coaching changes, movements there. That's why we've seen craziness with this total. That being said, 41 for these two is pretty ridiculous. Uh, these two teams can go. They can put up points, uh, especially Cincinnati. I mean, Louisville, you know, they could do their thing for sure. Excellent quarterback there. Um, but Cincinnati, I mean, they're a phenomenal football team, right? Um, 41. Like, I'm really playing a number here. I, I like both teams. Both teams can, again, they can get a little weird on you at times, but what they both do is they both, uh, you know, convert touchdowns and put points up on the scoreboard here. So 41, I'm really playing a total here with the fact that it being under 42. I really like that. Got to go Mike McClure on it, right? But we're going to go and play under that key number there. I like it over 41. Well, this feels like one of those spots where the sports books look at the numbers, set the total, and then forget that it's a bowl game. Because in a bowl game, coaching staffs like to put in wrinkles. They like to say, hey, let's try something new in the in the, the offense. And they throw caution to the wind. They don't play conservative like they do in, in league season when you're playing for a, a conference or a, a conference championship. And I think this is a great spot. You found a great spot for that over. All right, that was AB's fifth best bet. My fifth best bet, I'm expecting points between Alabama and Kansas State over 54. Now, this is the All-State Sugar Bowl. 
K-State is going to be a very, very good team the next couple of years. They're already there. They have a potent offense, but so does Alabama. So here's what Alabama has looked like the last few games. 49-27, that's 66. They scored 34 by themselves. Then they went 54, not bad, 63. K-State, their last three games, 59-74-79. This is not the old Alabama defense anymore. There's going to be a lot of points. This should be 60 or 61. We're getting unbelievable value on the over here, and I think they could get to 35 or 40. I even like the first half over in this game as well, A.B. I think the the sportsbook got this one way wrong, like six to seven points wrong. Your thoughts? Yeah, look, Alabama's problem this year has been uh, their defense doesn't really stop a whole lot of people, and you've got Deuce Vaughn, the running back, at Kansas State, who arguably is the best in the country. Uh, and then number two, look on the opposite side for Alabama. If Bryce Young doesn't play in this game, okay, mm-hmm. quarterback, pay attention to Alabama's backup quarterback. It's a gentleman whose name is Jalen Milrow. Okay, I want everyone to write this name down because he is faster than Kyler Murray. I'm not kidding. Faster? This guy is shot out of a cannon. He can run for 30 yards like lightning. I'm telling you, his arm is a little crazy because he's young. Yeah. What game did he come in? I think he came into a game this year and they scored a lot. What game was that? Yeah, it was, uh, wasn't, uh, wasn't Tennessee. uh, Arkansas, Arkansas, Arkansas. Okay. Yeah. Arkansas. Yeah. So his name is Jalen Milrow. I'm telling you, this guy is lightning in a bottle. Again, his arm is a little erratic. Like, I mean, he can throw, but, you know, accuracy is a thing. He's a freshman, right? Like, I mean, the kids, you know, young, or maybe a, a redshirt sophomore. But either way, this dude is ungodly fast and makes games uh, absolutely fun. So, yeah, write that one down, and I feel you, Coach. That's a great play of that over there. Thank you very much. I know you said Washington, Texas could be the bowl game to watch. I think this one. This Sugar Bowl could be the game to watch as well. It's going to be awesome. It really, really is. All right, five down, one to go. A.B., where are you headed now? Yep, we are going to San Diego State minus seven. What is this snake? The Hawaii Bowl? Is that right? (laughs) San Diego State minus seven against Middle Tennessee State. Okay? So, one, I want you to understand the travel for Middle Tennessee State to get to Hawaii, this is going to be something. And I know that it sounds dumb because everybody travels during bowl games. I'm just saying it's going to be something for this squad. Number two, even though MTSU, the Blue Raiders, are a solid football team out of Murfreesboro, Tennessee, San Diego State is much better. San Diego State is better offensively. San Diego State is better defensively. Uh, The fact that we're getting this number at seven and they've got half the trip that MTSU has to make here. I totally like that. San Diego State has also played big boy schedule this year as well. Take the Aztecs here, San Diego State minus seven. This is a mismatch. This is an absolute mismatch. And for a school like MTSU, and they go to Hawaii, we've seen it a million times before, A.B., haven't we? They get out there. They look around. They say, we're not in Tennessee anymore. I love the sand. I love the water. I love the warm weather. Oh, we got to play a football game, too? Oh, we got to focus? Oh, we got to stay in shape? Oh, you want us to go lift, coach? No, we don't feel like lifting. We feel like skiing, water skiing. So this is going to be a lack of focus game. And San Diego State, they're not happy with how their season went this year. They're not. They want to use this to leapfrog into next year. I think this is going to be a blowout. I do not think it's going to be close. How close do you think it's going to be? No, I don't think it's going to be close either. And San Diego State will pour it on, too, because they've got things to prove going into next season 100%. Okay. Now, my final best bet. And, A.B., this is a I don't care what anybody says. I don't care if you're playing quarterback for this team. I don't care if I'm playing quarterback for this team. USC only laying one and a half points over Tulane is disrespectful. And I know Tulane was one of the feel-good stories in college football this year, but they're not USC. They're not in a power five. They have not played a team like this that is faster at every position than they are, even if they have to play a backup quarterback. I love this, or I don't even mind the money line at like minus 125 or minus 130. Do you feel the same as me, A.B.? 
Yeah. All right. So I'll, I'll say this. It, when we talk about bowl games with motivations, all right, Tulane is definitely going to come in. They might be the, the quote unquote most motivated team coming in, right? Just because it's a big game for them. Mm-hmm. That being said, not only do I agree, the Sharps a hundred percent agree because you look at the movement, like, like they, as soon as like this line came out, right, it was like around three and then it moved. And then you started seeing sharp money come in on USC and it's kind of paused because now everyone's like, all right, we're a couple weeks out. The public doesn't know what to do. The bucks, the books don't know what to do. Uh, yeah. Yeah. USC minus one and a half. That's a solid play there. And by the way, you have some time. I mean, that game is not until January 2nd. So we'll have some time. You'll see how your bankroll is, see how the picks have gone. And then you can just bet USC to the gills, <laughs> as I will. All right. So those are our best bets for me and AB. But we're just getting started. We have four experts that have been a part of our college, our college football every single week show. And they wanted to weigh in as well. So we had Micah, Tom, Chip, and our silent assassin, Jacob Fetner. Selling a little or a lot. Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage, to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is here to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell everywhere. From their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system, wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify has got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 15% better on average compared to other other leading commerce platforms and sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. And Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning 24-7 help is there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash odyssey podcast all lowercase go to shopify.com slash odyssey podcast now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in shopify.com slash odyssey podcast did you know that while over 60 percent of americans dream of starting their own business less than 20 percent of them take the first step the reason building a business is tough taylor brands is simplifying the business journey from launching and managing To grow in your business, Taylor Brands isn't just another tool. It's your online business partner from launch to success. With Taylor Brands, building your dream business becomes an effortless experience. Their comprehensive platform guides you through every step, ensuring you have everything you need in one place. From LLC formation to bookkeeping, invoicing to acquiring licenses and permits, and even setting up your bank account, Taylor Brands handles it all seamlessly. And our listeners will receive 35% off Taylor Brands LLC formation plans using our link, taylorbrands.com slash CBS Sports. That's T-A-I-L-O-R-B-R-A-N-D-S dot com slash CBS Sports. So start your business journey today with Taylor Brands. They all send in their best bets. So we're going to break them down and kind of tell the people what we like, what we don't like, and where they can kind of put their focus on. So let's go ahead and snake and throw that screen up there. Let's start with Micah AB. And when you look at UTSA, a lot of people probably are UTSA. They can score a lot. They're a much better team than people think. That's where I've kind of targeted. I like the play. I don't know if I like Troy minus one and a half, but I love the over there. Yeah, it, uh, Man, let me say this. This is going to be this is another one that's going to be a really good football game because Troy's solid. Troy is very very solid. That being said, UTSA is as consistent as it gets. Mm-hmm. You remember at the end of the season we were in conference championships and everybody was wanting to bet UTSA uh minus 7 and a half and I forget I I can't remember who they were playing, but it, it, everybody was afraid and literally uh, Emory Hunt on this show was like, don't be stupid. Don't he literally said it. He was like, do not be stupid. Take UTSA here. So I know uh Micah's on the other side. And I don't hate it on Troy because they're a good football team. The over is what I love in this one because Troy will score and UTSA, the Roadrunners, will definitely, definitely score. So that over 53 and a half solid. 
Yeah, full transparency for those people who may be brand new to the early edge. We don't let our cappers, none of us talk to each other before the show other than for production purposes, but we don't want any of our picks influenced. So you can see there that we have two cappers on opposite sides of the fence. Troy, UTSA, sometimes a game can be a stay away if you just don't know, if you just don't know. But all of our cappers have uh, write-ups in the games at Sportsline if you'd like to go read their full explanation for why they're picking a certain bowl game. Baylor is also an interesting one, A.B., because Baylor has lost three games in a row, and they're playing Air Force, and this number keeps going up. If it gets to seven, I might have to play Air Force because when you're trying to prepare for a, a service academy in a bowl game and you may not be as focused after losing three games, I think this is a tough spot for Baylor. Yeah, and, and le like let's discuss Baylor's season that they've had. They have legitimately played what feels like 30 games <laughs> inside of 12. Like it's just been hell, man. Like, go look at their schedule. It was ungodly difficult. They were on the road for seemingly all of them, right? And they stuck in. But that being said, man, like, yeah, you get to seven, seven and a half, you know, with with you know, an Air Force team who's well coached. Runs the football, plays good. Uh, yeah, man, it's difficult. Like, I don't have a, I don't have a play on it. I don't hate either side here. Certainly understand why he's on Baylor. Matt is six and a half. They're good, but damn, man, it's been hard for Baylor this year. Like, it's just been brutal. So it really yeah. has. Yeah, and by it, the it's just been a long season. Yeah, our simulations, excuse me, AB, sorry. Uh, our simulations at Sportsline has Air Force winning by one, 25 to 24. So you can take that for what it's worth. And they're getting now six and a half. Uh, we'll discuss TCU in a little bit. Arkansas minus four and a half. Don't mind that, K. You can't stop anybody. And this is SEC against, I don't mind this. I think Arkansas rolls, but I think it's going to be like 31 to 14, something like that. Yeah, yeah, I, I don't disagree at all. Oh, you played the over. What was that number you had? Uh, no, in this one, I played the under 69 with Arkansas and, and KU. That's right. That's right. That's right. You played the under in this one. Yeah. Because, yeah, <laughs> Arkansas has lost a lot of their coaching staff. That being said, their physical football team, they you want to talk about another team uh, that the, I think they were number four toughest schedule overall this season. Like mm -hmm. it was somewhere around there. It was uh, ungodly difficult. Um, but they're battle tested for sure, man. They believe in their head coach. So yeah, and they play hard. They play really hard. All right. Those are Micah Roberts picks. Again, you can go see his write-ups at Sportsline. Now let's go to Tom. Take the bass out of your voice for Nelly. He's on UTSA. We already discussed that. Toledo minus four and a half. Honestly, wouldn't touch them with a 10-foot pole right now. No. Week to week, we don't know what they're doing. No. Don't mind the Air Force Baylor over. Obviously, I love Washington. But then look at this. Tommy yeah. Terrific. He's on the under and you're on the over. Your thoughts. Yeah, look, I mean, this is a classic Tom for Nelly play. And understandable, again, like, they, we talk about motivation to bowl games. Iowa and Kentucky might not give a damn about this. They might be over here at the studio hanging out. <laughs> just like, I don't even want to play the game, man. Let's just talk to coach. Um, look, it's going to be, it's going to be ugly. But that being said, man, like the weather here is generally never bad in terms of cold. Um, it'll be warm weather. And, and also let, let's also get one thing out of here too. We talk about motivation. You always look at the offense. Well, that counts defense, too, okay? <laughs> like, there's going to be a lot of people making business decisions that are like, I'm not separating my damn shoulder, all right, before I'm going to the combine. Yeah, he could score. Like, yeah. So, I get Tom Fernelli, but 31 and a half. I mean, that's it's uh, I mean, disrespectful. It, you said it best. It might hit. It might yeah. hit. But are you willing to risk that? Are you willing to say, oh, it's 20 to 7 with five minutes? Not me. Not this dude. <laughs> yeah. Now, rooting for the other side is a completely different story. It's just it's a different feel, right? It's just a different feel. All right. Yeah. Then he's like, he likes Illinois plus one. Obviously, a few of us are on the other side of that one as well. All right. Let's move on to Chip, Mr. Energy Patterson from Big Pick Energy Friday. Florida, Oregon State. The reason I don't like this one, AB, is because we know Florida will not have their quarterback. And whether I agree with it or not, the fact that he's going to the NFL is bananas. Who is <laughs> advising this kid? He's not even close to being ready for the NFL, and he's yeah, going, and, right? Yeah, Anthony Richardson's combine is going to be fascinating, yeah. Uh, by the way, uh, real-time France, our man Buckets just hit his over one and a half as they just scored their second goal of the season. So Buckets, 
Tip of the cat from New York City. If you're watching this on demand, it means nothing to you. Did it right. pop a score? Uh, I don't know who it was. I was actually paying attention to this show. You're right. You're right. Uh, but right now they're still in that big huddle, so I can't tell who actually scored. But uh, it's two nothing now with ten minutes to go. So they it looks like it will be France and Argentina going on to the finals, unless they're a miracle by Morocco. And I'm looking real quick for you. Yeah, Mbappe. Oh, nope, not Mbappe. Uh, my nope. my cousin my cousin shout out Tara she she lives in Morocco so I bet she's a little upset. Yeah, all right. Shout out to her. She's gonna be at the airport when they come home welcoming them. Hey, great <laughs> job, Final Four. Uh, yeah. All right, continuing on with Chip, Eastern Carolina. They've been decent this year. Oklahoma State just full transparency. The last three or four weeks, awful, just awful. Now they didn't have some of their star players. We get that, but we do want to give you all the information. Anything there you see? Because I'll be honest, I, I didn't. I went through all the games, but for my own picks. And I didn't really see any of these pop out, but Chip's amazing. So I'm not saying anything against him. I just don't really have a feel on most of these picks. Yeah. Um, look, I, I, there's nothing that I love. And, and I'm not saying that negatively about Chip. Like, it, you know, there's just so many bowl games and it's, it's tough to, you know, come out. Like Notre Dame, South Carolina, under 52. I could see that being kind of a, uh, a kind of a low scoring game. Florida, Do you really? Florida, I see the opposite. It, it could be like that's the difficult part. Like it, it depends on what you get out of South Carolina's offense at the quarterback yep. position. Depends on what you get out of Notre Dame. Um, they don't really turn the ball over too terribly much. Uh, yeah, like that one could go either way. Florida, Oregon State. Like I was like Florida was turning the they were turning the corner, man, with Billy Napier, and then the end of the season, like they got whooped by Vanderbilt, and it just fell apart. Mm-hmm. So I have no idea what to do with. Like I have no idea where Florida's locker room is. Like I. I I felt great about it, and then I felt not great about it very, very quickly. Uh, Duke UCF is fascinating. Um, Duke's a much Duke played well above its head this year. Yeah, and, uh, Gus Malzahn at UCF. Yeah, I, I could see that one over sixty-two and a half. That that'd probably be the one that I like the most out of there. Yeah. By the way, South Carolina sixty-one, and they they scored thirty-one against Clemson. Sixty-three against Tennessee, they scored. Yeah, that one I saw that one up close points. and personal. Yeah. 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 You got hit pretty hard on that one. You did. You did. But the point is that they scored 38 against Vanderbilt. I mean, 30 against Texas A&M. And Notre Dame can score, too. So um, we'll see. But, again, you've got time for that one because Notre Dame always figures out a way to play near New Year's Day. It's funny how that happens, isn't it? Absolutely. And, and reminder, what I just told you, or not told you, that sounded horrible. What I just spoke about, like, in regards to Arkansas's tight ends coach, right now becoming the uh, offensive coordinator at South Carolina, that means South Carolina lost their offensive coordinator, right? <laughs> so, like, just keep that on a note as well. Scott Satterfield, he's a, he's a good see, man. He's going to be a good head coach now. All right. Very, very noted. All right. Let's go to the final capper that's been all year here on the early edge in our college football special every single Wednesday. We call him the silent assassin. He doesn't show up on the show very much, but he's always a contributor in a major way. Jake Fetner. Now he's on Washington. That's now down to four and a half. BYU SMU. This is an early bowl game season game over 64. I don't know about that. He loves UConn. Smart guy. Now, I do agree with the Oklahoma State team total under 20. This is a different way, A.B., to attack a game. And Oklahoma State has not been scoring a lot of points lately. And then, of course, your Tennessee Volunteers, why are they getting seven? Well, they're going up against Clemson in the Orange Bowl. Mm-hmm. Clemson looks to have figured it out with their backup quarterback putting him in over uh, Ugalele there. Um, let me say this. With Tennessee, and look, everybody understands, I – never said a negative word about Tennessee's offense all year long. And I'm not saying anything negative now, but what I am saying is understand they've got a backup quarterback, Joe Milton, Hendon hookers, obviously not playing. All right. Uh, pay attention to Tennessee's side of the skill position players that these wide receivers, guys like Jalen Hyatt that we looked at could be up for the Heisman trophy. Not going to play. He's going to go to the NFL. So you're going to have, some young cats on Tennessee's offense. I'm not negative on it. I'm just saying you're not getting the Tennessee offense that you had four or five months ago. Be careful with that. That being said, though, I, they, I mean, they run 7 million plays a game. So, like, plus seven, like, they, they, they have a pretty good shot to cover that number. 
Um, but just be careful with Tennessee here. I think right now would be the perfect time for our public service announcement that I encourage you to watch the early edge daily as we will be updating players that are in players that are out. Because if you're watching this show on demand, things could change by the time we get to the date of the bowl game. So take that with a grain of salt. Also, A.B., Big Cheesy 707, who we know is off work until January 10th. So he's here for every single show. Love he it. says Fetner is the most in-shape capper Early Edge has. Yeah, he uh, he likes to uh, he likes to go live from what appears to be the Del Boca Vista uh, equipment room, even though it's in his house. <laughs> I like it, yeah. All right. I may, I may have to bust out the... Uh, the tank top one of these. I don't know, AB. I don't know. Sometimes hey. you got to show them. Oh, you know what? Hey, uh, we're all for you. All right, bringing laser and turbo out here. All right. <laughs> now, the thing, <laughs> the thing with Fetner is that we see the machinery. We've never seen it used. We've just seen the machinery. So, like, hey, you know. By the way, my man Jeffrey just showed up. He says, it worked. Just got off. Sorry. What did I miss? Any ongoing... Any going nuggets? Whatever that no. meant. Uh, no, you haven't missed. We've been on the air for 37. You've missed nothing, Jeff. You've missed nothing. 37 <laughs> minutes of nothing. All right. It's that time of the show. We can talk about all the 40 bowl games. We can talk about all the team total unders. We can talk all about the overs. But when it gets right down to it, we have just two seasons left, including this one, before it gets bigger, A.B., 12 teams We'll make it to the playoffs in 2024. I'm here for it. But right now, we got to focus on these four teams and these two games. So let's start with yours. What are your picks for Michigan TCU, Ohio State, Georgia? All right. Let's start with TCU, Michigan. Uh, we're going to take the under 58 and a half. And uh, I'll tell you why. Look, TCU's had a magical season, and there's nothing. Uh, negative I'm ever going to say about what they've done and gone through. That being said, I think a little shine came off in that Big 12 championship loss to Kansas State. And number two, Jim Harbaugh is an NFL coach, all right? And he understands. Um, and he was here last year, all right, by the way. Like, they're experienced in doing this. Jim Harbaugh is going to look at it and say, you know what? I don't have to beat you, you know, 42 to 35. Uh, I could just beat you 28 to 10. And I'm just going to take the football like an NFL coach into the second half, like the 49ers do, uh, it, it just run the ball and eat clock and play field position, punch you down to your 20 or 15 and say, I don't think that you can go 80 yards consistently on my number one defense in the country. And Michigan is the number one defense in the country. Uh, good luck. And that's what he's going to do. Um, so, yeah, I'll, I'll take the under 58 and a half here. Michigan could score for sure. And Max Duggan, obviously, at TCU, good quarterback. But I've seen a lot of Jim Harbaugh, and, and this is how he goes about big games are you really are you really on saturday december 31st ab at 4 p.m eastern time are you really gonna make the good people that call the early edge universe home you're gonna give them an under in, in under. the college football are, are you serious right now what's wrong you with you I know. You know what? You could blame it on me. You could blame it on Jim Harbaugh's khakis. But that man <laughs> likes to wake up early, read the newspaper, and hit unders. That's what Jim Harbaugh likes to do. All right. Very fair. Very fair. Uh, by the way, A.B., you and I do not talk before we do shows other than for production, correct? Yep, correct. All right. So my two picks, one of them was exactly the same, which tells me you should play it. Now, first game, I'm going to go with... Michigan, minus the seven. You're saying, but coach is seven and a half. I understand that. By the half point, down to seven. We don't always recommend it, but when you got two good teams and they both should be fairly even, at least according to the sports books, and a touchdown apart, the hook matters. So minus 125, Michigan will roll TCU. So you're saying, why by the half point? To protect myself. Because if for some reason they're up 14 and going to prevent, I still push. If I don't do that, I don't push, but I think Michigan will move on to the national championship. Then the other game, exactly the same. Georgia's defense, they're good, but they give up a lot of points. You saw what LSU did. They scored 30-some, whatever it was, but Georgia scored 50. Ohio State is better than LSU, so I agree with AB completely. 
Let's go over 62. That's the 8 o'clock game on New Year's Eve. And, A.B., I don't think I can ask for any better matchup than this. When you're at a New Year's Eve party, you're just kicking it. You might be at club cachet as well, (laughs) and you get to watch this game on New Year's Eve. I'm here for it. How about you? Yeah, absolutely, right? And, look, uh, I I agree with you. Obviously, we're on the same play there. Um, Look, Georgia is – Georgia's the most consistent football team in college football. All right. They're going to score 40 to 45 points. That's what they do on Mm -hmm. everybody. It doesn't matter. But like you said, they'll give up points. You remember we played the Georgia LSU over in the SEC championship on the early edge. And everybody's like, what in the world are you doing? Because they give up points too, especially if they're up big and late. But also let me say this for Ohio state. Remember they were dead done. Ohio State fans were calling for their head coach, Ryan Day, to be fired and be replaced by alumni Mike Vrabel, right? And then what happens? They get back in. You gave a team second life, right? Like, there's no, like, there, there's nothing to be concerned about for them, right? So they're going to be aggressive. They're going to put the ball in the air. So the over 62, 100% love it. I, I'm, I'm right there with you, Coach. I think that this is the first time in the history. I didn't look this up, but I'm pretty confident in the history of the college football championship, you have two teams that made it that lost their last game. Yeah. Yep. Right. Think about it. TCU yep. got beat by K state and their coach successfully got up there after the game. And he says, I do not believe we should be punished for losing a game in overtime. He was right. He was yep. right. Now, could they have called better plays in overtime? Could they have won? No question. They could have three plays from the one. And you can't score brutal, but it didn't end up mattering. I think they got the better matchup against Michigan and still instead of facing Georgia because the committee, A.B., did not want to have Ohio State-Michigan again so soon. So best-case scenario for TCU was getting in and facing Michigan because they were not going to face Ohio State. Very so with all, with all that being said, big boy, we've got one pick left. It's a futures pick because we're picking it before the semifinal games. So how do you see this college football season ending, sir? Yeah, look, I I think it's going to be Georgia-Michigan in the national championship. I think they're the two best teams in college football, and I I think they mirror each other, right? Like, I think that they kind of go about their business very identically. Uh, Look, I'm going to take my shot here because of the value. Uh, Georgia over Michigan uh, in the national championship at plus 150. I honestly can't believe that this number is out there. I think that Michigan beats TCU. I think that Georgia beats uh, Ohio State. And nine times out of 10, eight times out of 10, I think Georgia beats Michigan. So at plus 150, and this is on DraftKings, by the way, if you're looking to find that, yeah, plus 150, uh, I'll take this one all day. And I'm going to play this one, A.B., as protection for my play. And my play is Georgia to win it all at minus 138, which means if TCU beats Michigan – and Georgia beats TCU, we still cash this ticket for AB at plus 150. The reason the odds are so good is because it has to be specific. Georgia to beat Michigan. But I'll lay the 38 cents, AB, because I don't think there is a team last year, as proven, and I don't think there's a team this year that is on their level. And I cannot believe I can get this number for them to win the final two games at less than minus 160 or less than minus 170. Are you surprised at the price? Yeah, I am. Um, I mean, it goes to show how much they respect Michigan, for sure. Uh, Ohio State, too, but a lot of it's about Michigan. Uh, but good God, George is good, too. <laughs> like, they're so good. I saw them up close and personal as well. They're so, they're so good. It's an NFL team, man. It really yep. is. No doubt about it. I think everybody agrees across the board, all the sharps, all the public, everybody. It is Georgia's national championship to lose. All right. Very quickly, it's time to recap our best bets for the entire show. And look at Jake the Snake and AB making these incredible graphics. We don't have a whole big crew. We keep it amongst ourselves. This is freaking awesome. So AB, quickly rip through your best bets, sir. Yep, we are on Ole Miss minus three and a half, Florida State minus seven and a half, Mississippi State plus two, Iowa, Kentucky over 31 and a half, Cincinnati, Louisville over 41, San Diego State minus seven, college football playoff, TCU, Michigan under 58 and a half, Ohio State, Georgia over 62, and our national championship futures play exact result on DraftKings, Georgia over Michigan at plus 150. 
if you were to pick one out, if you had somebody that called you and said, because you do a million uh, radio shows for us here at the Early Edge, and you get asked if somebody said, what's, what's the one you like the best, what would you say? Probably your Alabama Kansas State over 54. <laughs> I love that play. That's a strong one, man. Honestly. I'll take it. I'll take the respect anytime you guys back me up. Uh, very quickly, I like UConn. They're really playing early in the bowl season over Marshall. They're motivated, haven't been to a, a bowl game since 2015. Eastern Michigan, plus three and a half over San Jose State. They're traveling all the way out. They're playing on field turf. They have a great against the spread record on field turf. Kansas, Arkansas, under 69. Out of principle, out of principle, <laughs> Arkansas is a really good defense. Then Washington plus four and a half against Texas and all of those Longhorn fans at the Alamo Bowl, but they will shock the world and probably win it on the field. That Alabama K-State, the one that A.B. loves over 54, USC, prove to me, Tulane, prove to me you can beat this squad regardless of who plays quarterback. Then I love Michigan by the half point down to seven. I love, obviously, me and A.B. on the same Ohio State-Georgia over 62. And then I also agree that Georgia will win the national championship. I want to protect myself just a little bit. Not nearly as good of a number as A.B. has, but we would all meet at the pay window, dap each other up, roll into club cachet, and pop those bottles, A.B. Huh? I love it, man. Can't wait. And I guess see you, he'll just have to stay and hang outside, huh? See, it cannot catch a break. It cannot. It doesn't matter what show it is. Dude, Club I'll tell you catching. this real quick. Little, a little inside baseball for everybody, like in the early edge fam. Uh, it got to a point a couple of weeks ago where I, I sent a text to see it. I said, I'm just putting you on every single NFL primetime <laughs> show. Like, we're going to give you every shot to get in. He goes, yeah. <laughs> I will tell you, he, he plays the game, man. He plays the game. Hey, but he they, plays the game, but I'll say this. I'm riding his picks. Nobody's hotter than Sia right now, dude. He is making everybody money. 13 and one the last two weeks, 14 and one, something yeah. like that. Yeah. He's cash. Man. And by the way, we talked about on the morning show today, the prop section is up and running. It will continue to get better, but you can get Sia, Prop Stars, RJ. Props are now live for the NFL at Sportsline. It's worth it just for that. Just for that to get props live. I'm so excited with where we're headed at Sportsline and obviously here on the early edge. All right. That's all the damage we can do. There's only one thing left to do. And I believe you all know what that is. You've got your marching orders. Let's take all of these bowl tickets straight to the pay window for my entire crew. Love them all. AB, Jake the Snake on the ones and the twos, Tom, Micah, Chip, Jake, for all of their work, the entire college football season, we're a crew. We do it together. Good luck from the early edge. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.